Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Crockett, brought to you by the new, improved Podbean, a distribution of my other podcast, or this podcast. I have decided to go away from Buzzsprout. I like to thank Buzzsprout for what it did to show me how things are done. However, I can't get unlimited time for the price for being a new amateur podcaster. I'd like to thank my buddy Sean for showing up. Always great to be here and excited to have another great sports talk with you, buddy. So today we're going to talk about a lot of different things, not just about college football, politics, or Major League Baseball. Or We're going to talk about, about just about anything that we can pop in our heads. We're first going to start with the NFL Thursday night football, the big matchup between the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers. That's your hometown, Michigan. The series and their records are two and one, both teams. Lions have won their both games by decent victories, had a tough loss in Seattle two weeks ago, while the Packers barely won and needed the fourth quarter to pull off a miracle. But we are at Lambeau Field. This is the era of no Rodgers. We know what happened in Lambeau Field last year when we knocked the Packers out of the playoffs. So this should be a good game. The Lions are favored by one and a half points. But now we're going to see what Jordan Love can do. All right. Before we talk about the game itself, I want to say something about FanDuel. FanDuel is doing a profit boost for me, 50%. For Sean, 100%. I took this FanDuel profit boost of Jared Goff, 225 over Amon Staten Brown, 60 yards or more. And Jordan Love for 200 yards. Let me tell you my philosophy here. The reason why I took Jared Goff for 225 yards, because most likely he can get that anywhere. I think you have the tight end, Laporte. St. Brown will be around. Hopefully, this is going to be the, the in and take out about my bet. My bet with St. Brown is this. I took the low ball 60 yards because he could get hurt in the and second half. And you also low-balled Jared Goff because it's over-under of 249.5. So yes, of course. Down 25 yards, of which course. is okay. It's okay. But I did that because I just don't know if the other receivers for Detroit are going to show up. It's a smart one. It's smart to knock it down. Okay. For Jordan Love, I really don't know. I've not really watched him. I didn't have enough time to watch him. I watched Detroit. I watched anything that's prime. TV and that game is in itself is not on prime TV in our area. So I went 200 yards. I'm assuming that he'll be able to get that. I can't tell you. I think uh, the running back Green is good. Is it Green, right? For yes. I think Green. No, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. I'm sorry. Aaron Jones. I'm thinking about 10 years ago. I mean, 15 years ago, Green. Aaron Jones is going to be off. The injury report playing tomorrow. Sean took him. Well, did you take him for one I, year? If I haven't made the bet yet, but it would be if I was going to take him, it would be him for to do a touchdown. I would jack up the points for the Lions plus three and a half. So if they lost and I didn't decide, whatever. But I just looked this stat up. Jared Goff has 655 yards total on the season. That's an average of 218 
0.333. So he doesn't even have a total of 225 yards. So it was smart of you to knock it down to 200. Yeah, I had to because I don't. Smart I just call. don't know. I just don't know who's going to show up. I think what? Let but me, he hasn't had Watson yet, and Watson's about to come back, so that could make a difference. Okay. Just right. saying. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I really don't know what's going to happen. I got lucky a couple times this week of the same parlay games of of this last week. Um, I really, I think what Detroit is going to have to do is they're going to have to shut down the running game. They're going to have to shut down. Watson, if he does play. But do you think that Watson is over? Do you think his career, do you think him going to, from Kansas City and everywhere else, do you think his life, his glory days are is over? Do you I don't know. I think Watson is a good receiver. I mean, that's what. Is he our a good receiver? Tony says. I mean, is he a good receiver, or did he have one or two good years and people are like, oh, this is a great guy, but he's not. I mean, it's a great player, but he didn't do much in Kansas. You're talking about a different Watson because this is only Watson's only been with the Packers for two years. Yeah, but he's been around. Oh, did you talk about this is the Watson that's Christian good? Watson for the Packers went to North Carolina State. He's only North okay. Carolina State. He's only been in the league for two years. Okay, so I don't know. I don't I'm thinking know. about the guy from Clemson many years ago. Yeah, yeah, my bad. So there's my mistake. However, we're going to keep moving because I think it's a good way up to. So who wins the game tomorrow? Before we move on. Before we move on, I'm going to say Detroit. I agree. And I think the only reason why they're going to win is because we have a defensive line guys that can probably get back to Love and control him. I don't, I don't know if Love has that instinct to throw the ball outside the pocket that Aaron Rodgers and Brock Farr did or had. So that would be something interesting to see. I think Green Bay is going to have to heavily rely on the running game. But that means Detroit Lions' running defense may be intact. If you can stop the running game for, for if you can stop if Detroit can stop the running game for Green Bay, I think they can get to the backfield of Love and have a certain blitz going on. I think Jerry Goff, the offense line, everything else with it, they're going to have to get out of the penalty modes. Going to have to stop holding, false starts, um, anything that. They've been doing incorrectly in the past couple of weeks. I think this is going to be a crucial game for both of them. This is going to set the pace. Who's going to win the NSC North? So Lions have won three straight. They're going to need to win another one in Green Bay. They're going to have to. You don't have You don't have Aaron Rodgers, so you don't have the, the, the magic guy who's going to throw 80 yards down the field for a Hail Mary for a touchdown or something that's magically happened. I don't think that's going to happen. I think Detroit needs to actually get ahead of the game right away, put a lot of pressure on Love to come from behind. If they can do that, you can blitz, blitz, blitz. Lions won't blow a 17-point lead in the fourth quarter. Well, I don't know. This is like the new line, but I don't know. I don't know because this is – even though this is a new Green Bay team with a, with a new quarterback, sometimes we can play kind of stupid. We play kind of dumb sometimes against our rivals, our own division. We sometimes let Chicago Bears 
inside the corner, inside the pocket. Sometimes we let Minnesota Cousins take total advantage of our uh, lack of urgency against Cousins. Cousins is not a great quarterback, but Cousins will come play hard against Detroit because he's a Michiganer. So he's wanting to show off to the whole world. Green so Bay is the same way. What about your favorite singer, Taylor Swift? Well, I'm going to tell you something. Taylor Swift is not my favorite singer. <laughs> Just kidding. And uh, and uh, Travis Kelsey looks like a a man out of place. He looks like he's like trying too hard to be famous for something that he's not good at. Some people say this is, you know, Taylor Swift's thirteenth boyfriend. That's her favorite number. They're two years apart. They're both born in the eighties. Could this be the one? But I can tell you this. In less than 24 hours, Travis Kelsey's jerseys went up 400% in sales. So Taylor Swift is doing something right for Kelsey. But she has sex with everybody. Who cares? I mean, this is like, this is a good song from LL Cool J back in the 80s. A runaway girl. A girl you could call up any time of the week and say, hey, what you doing? Let's come on over. We'll do a little shimbang, a little hanky-panky. Listen to it. LL Cool J. One of the greatest rappers in the 80s. Why was Travis Kelsey's mom pretty excited up in that uh, suite? Yeah, sitting I mean, there next to Taylor Swift. Well, yeah, of course. Now she gets paid. Do you know that if they get married. No, I'm serious. If they get married <laughs> and they get divorced, she's going to have to pay him alimony. Yeah, you're right. I don't really like Taylor Swift that yes, much. Yes, you do. You, no, you I brought don't. it up. You're such an idiot. He listens to it. No, he listens to no. it on the way to You're work. So full of shit. I, I'm on a fucking bus, so I don't listen to shit. But <laughs> anyway, a little bus listening to his headphones. I don't have headphones. But anyway, no. But anyway, but the sales have gone up on his jersey. Anyway, what are we on to next? I tell you what, I'm not going to buy his jersey. I'm not going to drive my. I'm not going to buy Mahomes' jersey. I'm not going to buy Goff's jersey. Sure, how's not going to buy Barry Sanders' jersey or Calvin Johnson's? But if you like to buy those jerseys and put someone else's last name to it, go for it. What about buying a jersey with your the, of your favorite team but putting your last name on it? I'm not 12 years old. If I would, I would, I would jersey would never go bad. I would have done your that. Favorite team. I tell you what, I would have done that if I had the opportunity to do that with the number 11 Detroit Pistons, Isaiah Thomas. But I'm not Isaiah Thomas. I think one of the best things my dad ever taught, taught me is be yourself. You can't be anyone else. Can't be that person. You can't be this person. So be yourself. That's probably one of the best Good. lessons I learned, and this is why I don't buy jerseys. I think if I did buy any jersey, it would have to be original Ty Cobb jersey. That would be a beautiful one. And, and I, by the way, shout out to your dad. Uh, prayers still too. Thank you. My dad's uh, in the hospital, uh, fighting leukemia. Uh, long story short. We, uh, he's in the process of a stronger chemo, but cancer sucks all the way around, and we're only right around the corner for October month for uh, females fighting breast cancer. I mean, obviously, cancer in general sucks, but you know, prayers well, for anybody that's fighting cancer. Yeah, I right. should s- shout out to my uncle. He's got lymphoma, cancer in the throat. That's a tough one too. So they just found it out. Uh, you know what? We're going to actually stick to the 
NFL right now, just because. Uh, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna go here. All right, so I'm just gonna go through some games, but I'm not gonna try to go through all the games. Uh, if you could go through the stats when I go through them, uh, the Falcons and the Jaguars. Jaguars are not looking like they did last year. They're one and two, baby. But so is Atlanta. But where are they playing? This is a 9:30 morning game, baby. Home away from home, London, baby. They're four and zero in London. Okay, okay. So, so you take the Jags. You take the Jags, or you take the plus Jags, plus three and a half. I would. Well, I mean, you could flip it. No, I'm gonna tell you why. Falcons are two and one. The Jags are one and two. Well, the Jags are favored by three points. But still, I would flip that. If but you then flip I would, it, you better put it in a parlay. And then I would put it in a parlay or the same game parlay. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like the same game parlays because they're more predictable. And you can actually watch the whole game and see what a team's going to do or a player's going to do the week before you make that parlay. So with my stat that they're four and zero, you flip it to three points. You take maybe Robinson from the Atlanta Falcons to score a touchdown because he's a beast. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And in rushing touchdowns because he's a yes. beast. Yes. And then maybe you take something from the Jags. I haven't looked at that yet, but. I think that would be two of the three if you're going to throw a three. Yeah. You flip it to the plus three. You take Robinson and the running back from the Falcons to score a touchdown. He's a beast. He's he a killed beast. Detroit last yeah. week. He just ran over everyone. Uh, probably the game of the week, even though it's a one o'clock game, the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills. It's Ooh. an early, early season game. Rival. Rival between these two. Uh, Dolphins coming off a 70-20 win. I mean, can we have a letdown? Could the Bills win by 14? Could it or or could it come down to the wire and the Bills win by a field goal? Or do the Dolphins still prove a point and be 4-0? I think it's going to all depend on Josh Allen's stupidity. What I mean by that, are we going to see Josh Allen throw the ball somewhere that no one can catch it besides the opposite team? Like the three picks that he threw against the Jets and yes. Zach Wilson winning in week one. Exactly. Are we, are we going to see that or are we going to see the last week with Josh Allen again? Who did they play against last week? It yeah. was a terrible team. Yeah, it was. Um, but my, my question is, while I am double-checking this, who's going to be able to stop Tyreek Hill? They beat the Raiders 38-10. to 10. Okay, yeah. No, 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 they beat the Redskins. Oh, the guard, uh, the commanders. Nationals, 37-3. The, or the commanders, right? But who's going to be on the guard, Tyreek? I don't know. I think you're going to have to play zone, I guess. And then you have to put two guys on the side of Tyreek. So are you going to go and take the Bills' money line, or are you going to bump the Dolphins up to... It's at plus two and a half. Would you bump it to three and a half? Or are you just going to shoot an arrow at the Bills if you were going to place a bet on this? Well, you know what? I would tell you this. This is what I would do. I would probably, first of all, I probably would go the over-under. That's probably what I would do first. Second of all, if I was going to do versus each other, Dolphins and the, the Dolphins and the Bills, I would almost take the plus... Miami and put that in parlay again because this could be what Sean just said. It could be the biggest letdown of the whole year for Miami Dolphins for being 70 and 20, being the donkeys 
And then what do you do? You lay most, an egg. Most teams, that's what happens. You lay an egg. You're anticipating this momentum that keeps going. But you know what? God bless America. Maybe Josh Allen would just give away a couple uh, passes in their own uh, in their own um, side of the field and give easy easy points to the, the over/under is very high, fifty three point five. Well, again, that's twenty eight twenty five. That's twenty eight twenty seven. I would you know what I would do. I mean, it's doable. I think the defense is going to be. I think the defense on both teams are going to be a lot better because they're going to be hands-on. I think there'll be going to be a lot of penalties on that game. So you're going to take it the under? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Take the penalties. Maybe under. bump it up a point. Make it 54 and a half. All right. So we're going to skip the Broncos or the Donkeys and the Bears because no one fucking knows what's going to happen in that game. Justin Fields, I just saw on TikTok, they're burning your jersey. It is time for you to. It's only his third season. Go, I guess, based on the Bears fans. I don't know what to tell you. Another game of the week, or probably it should be the game of the year for these two already, is the Ravens and the Broncos. Browns. And the Browns. I can't read anymore. Anymore. So Lamar, you... are you entertained? Look, look, do you go? Okay. Lamar. Or the. You guys like. Jerkin. Sean Watson. Who? I don't know. Look, is Cooper going to play every, almost every down for the for the Browns? I don't know. How well is Kareem Hunt going to do this week? He didn't do so well last week because no, they didn't did play not. him at all. So who knows? Look, I think the Browns are going to get screwed. Because they don't have a running game no more. Hunt isn't going to be running. If Hunt runs, if he plays, and he's got to play well. Because you can't rely on Deshaun Watson to run around because he's not that type of quarterback no more. He's looking for wide receivers, and the only person they have is Cooper. Who so, else do they have? I want to say something. Before you even think about placing a bet on this, it's Wednesday. We don't know if Amari Cooper is playing. We don't know if Odell Beckham is playing. So you gotta wait till almost Friday or Saturday. I would wait till Sunday morning. I would be. I would wait till Sunday morning because you know what? One of those guys could say, "Oh, my butt hurts. I must sit out." That spread could go up to three and a half for the Baltimore. The line could change. Cleveland's favored, but I mean that could change. Is, all right, all right. How about Derek Carr not playing this weekend against the Bucks? Baker Mayfield gonna be three and one. Got the crab stealer. Yeah. You're going to be starting. Let's do it. I, mean, I think Buccaneers might win. Okay. Because who else do they have for the Saints? The crab stealer. But. The one that steals crabs all the time. Jameis Winston. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. Because if Mayfield has one of well, those. The other guy got Tatum Hill, too. Yeah, but he's just. They only play. They, they only run one play. And that's when he runs with the football. And where I was like, oh, what's this going to happen? If Baker Mayfield gets hurt, they're screwed. Yeah. Like, they just, like, I, 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 I don't really think 
I don't even know why we've been talking about that game because it's not, it's not even that. I just important. wanted to make sure that we everybody knew that Derek Carr was hurt. So if they were going to bet on the game, make sure you take that into consideration. Derek Carr is dying, not literally, but figuratively in his NFL career. So anyone just stay away from Carr because he's going to get run over by a car or something. Get it? <laughs> oh. How about the double O and three teams? Captain Kirk versus. Bryce Young, he's supposed to be back this weekend. So even though Andy Dalton is a better quarterback, he's getting screwed over because we know Bryce Young, all he does is throw picks. Look, 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 look. Let's never get to that point. The point is this. Bryce Young is way too young. Everyone knows that you have to develop quarterbacks. You have to sit them out. Now, if you do that, you might have a better chance of winning the game. They need The Panthers need to protect their assets. And Bryce Young is their asset. When I saw him against the Philadelphia Eagles throw picks or throw interceptions or get smacked down on the ground, he looked like he was so frustrated, so disappointed. And he looked like he this is the first time in his whole career that he's never wanted to play football ever again. I want to play a little bit of devil's advocate. Please about stop playing him until he's ready to read the playbook properly. I want to play devil's advocate about these rookie quarterbacks because you got to go to the Houston Texans for a second. They went into Jacksonville last week and they beat them 37 to 17. I don't like Ohio State quarterbacks, but damn, did CJ Stroud look good last week? First time of the year, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's see what happens when they play week the Steelers in this week. Three and four we and five and six. I'm pretty sure teams are going to figure them out. These new quarterbacks are being taught to run first and then throw second. Or when they're supposed to throw, they panic and don't stay in the pocket, and then they run out of the pocket very last second and throw an interception, or they get sacked. That's, that's the undeveloped quarterback. So how intrigued are you, Zeke Elliott, Comes back to the Big D in Jerry's world. You got the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick, Dallas off a loss. It's ridiculous. What do you mean it's ridiculous? Zeke's back in town. Zeke is done. Come on, let's talk about the real running back for the Cowboys. Tony Pollard? I guess. He's, he's clearly a better running back, and he's not a pussy. <laughs> he ain't. And he wears his no shirt. No sand seeping from his vagina. I don't know what's wrong with him. I don't know what's wrong with Ezekiel. I, Ezekiel reminds me of Zion Williams of the NBA. Great athlete. I just don't think he's ever, ever, ever wanted to play professional sports. And he got himself talked into, and now he's doing this for the rest of his life. So can I get a, a Cowboys win out of you this week? That's hard for you to say. I know well, you hate if the him. Cowboys, if the Cowboys don't win this game, I think I think Sean should be wearing a Detroit Lions hat for the rest of the year. If the Cowboys don't beat the Patriots out home, I will literally you need to buy a Detroit Lions. I'll have hat. to buy a Lions hat. I have a Lions jersey. I mean, I'm going to need my Lions hat anyway when we go on November 24th or November 23rd. So, okay. Yeah, let's do You're it. You're already here. All if right. somehow. Look. Zeke Elliott comes in and beats us with Bill Belichick. Yeah, I would get a Lions hat. I just don't get. I, just to be honest with you, Mac Jones. I don't think he's a bad 
quarterback, but not a great quarterback. But the defense of the Cowboys is so good. I just can't imagine them losing that game. They weren't that good last week against Arizona and Josh Dobbs. I know, but that's just so weird. It's just so weird for a team like the Cowboys who is more identified based on the defense. And I know that their offense is, I mean, like Prescott, he's going to have to do one thing. is protect. He's going to have to protect the football. Don't throw dumb interceptions. Don't do that. That's stupid. Let's talk about the Rams and the Colts. Okay. I mean, this is very intriguing. No one, no one would have thought after week three that the Colts would be leading their division over the Jags, which has Trevor Lawrence, the Titans that have Travis Henry, and the other team that I'm missing is absolute garbage, but Jaguars. No, um, Houston Texans are okay. one and two, but the Colts are two and one, leading that division, and Anthony Richardson, their rookie quarterback, got hurt. They're doing it with Gardner Minshew, ironically, which was used to be a Jacksonville Jaguar quarterback and used to back up Jalen Hurts from Philadelphia. So let's talk about that. I think you made. I think I made. I think I made my point. So Mitchu is a veteran. Richardson is a rookie, and what happens to your rookie? He got, got hurt. Got a concussion protocol. He got buried alive, upside down. He probably hasn't seen his face in about three, about ten days. He looks in the mirror and says, "What happened to my face?" He says, "Your face is right there. Why can't you see it?" Oh, I have a concussion. I thought I was just seeing stars. You know, this is the reason why you have to sit out your rookie quarterbacks because they don't know how to read the defense. They just don't. They're going to get sit in there and get get slaughtered, slaughtered. Why would you slaughter your asset as a business owner? Remember, the Colts don't really have an offensive line. No, but still, why would you do that? I don't know. Why would you not look? If you're going to get, if you're going to draft. If you go and draft a quarterback like that, you think that you would go to free agency and sign a bunch of guys to protect that quarterback. Or at least look to the CFL or the XFL or who God knows what you got to do. Just protect your quarterback. That's all you got to do. Before we move on to something else, we do have to talk about, even though we skipped over him, we talked about him. There's two games that are both 0-3. Who is going to get their first win, Vikings or Panthers? Vikings. I agree. Who's going to get their first win? The Denver shitty donkeys or the Chicago Bears with Justin Fields? The Bears. Yeah! The Bears! The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. You know why I think you want to know what sucks? Well, you know why I think... Well, first of all, you know why I really think the Bears are going to win? Because Justin Fields is younger, stronger, more athletic. He's probably going to run... He's going to torch that Broncos defense. He's probably going to run in for two touchdowns. How I'll, ironic is that we're talking about two teams that are in the Lions division and we just said that both of them are going to win. It's logical. Logical because they got to make the division the most, the best division in the NFL right now for some guy, no reason. It's amazing. Detroit North is probably going to have to go through us somehow way if the Philadelphia Eagles fall flat 
during the playoff season. So do Lions get a home game this year in the playoffs? I don't know why they can't get to a home game in the playoffs because everything's kind of lining up for them. All their, all their division rivals are not that good. Let's do it. They, they And they can win probably a couple of games out of the division. So if the Lions don't make the playoffs, it's all Campbell's fault. And, and they, they should be able to have one home game, correct? Yeah. Oh, I should also tell you this. The reason why I'm afraid about St. Brown getting hurt is because Don Montgomery is hurt again. Don't even know why we signed him in the David offseason. Montgomery. David Montgomery. I don't even know why we signed him because he, he always gets hurt. Always. I just don't know why. He looks like he lost like 20 or 30 pounds of fat and toned up. For Detroit, but maybe he needs to gain that weight back because it's not he's not looking so good. All right. All right, let's let's talk oh let's talk about the Buffalo I mean let's talk about the Bengals and Titans. What do we got? Joe Barrow? Is he gonna should they sit him out a couple more games just to have his Achilles Achilles uh his Achilles heel is what it is? Is that I what mean, they you're do? Sit him out to play that Jake Browning, Browning that used to play at LSU. I don't know. I mean, I don't know either. I just can't figure this out. Bengals should well, win that game. They, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm guessing, Cincinnati's not gonna make the playoffs this year because I think Joe Barrow's gonna get hurt. Like he'll get hurt enough times that he'll miss two or three games in a row. And the by the and the problem with that is this. If he gets hurt now, they can send him out. And then they can maybe run out, run the table at the end of the season. If he gets hurt in the later part of the season with only five games left, that may be a really bad time because they might get into a losing streak. They got a tough schedule. Yeah. I'm not going to say everything through him. They got a damn tough schedule. Yeah. So we already know that the Eagles probably should win the Commanders. Uh, the Steelers... And the Texans, again, that's another game that you have to be careful with because you don't know if Pickens is going to show up and not do nothing. Or Najee Harris, maybe you don't want to run the football. But the defense for... Pittsburgh is amazing. Yeah. So that may be the only good thing about Pittsburgh. I would almost take the under, over under, the under of the points because... Houston can't score. They're not going to put up 37 points against Pittsburgh. Like they did against Jacksonville. No, and I don't think, and I don't know about Pickens, uh, his his problem. All right, so should we say anything about? I I really don't want to talk about this game, Kansas City and the Jets. Pointless. Zach Wilson sucks. Kansas City is going to blow him out. Taylor Swift will be in New York probably. Yeah, she might be. I shouldn't say this on my podcast. Somebody. All right. To offend all the Taylor's fans. Monday Night Football. The Seattle Seahawks and New York Giants. Could this be the upset of the week? Well, is Saquon Barkley going to play? I don't know. No one knows. Saquon Barkley still wants to get traded, hypothetically. The Giants can't guard. DK Metcalf, and they cannot guard. Taylor Lockett. And they certainly don't have a defense to stop. Probably the one of the best running backs in the league right now, Kenneth Walker. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I just, I just don't know. 
I just I just don't know why the Giants are so gun ho on their team. I mean, Barkley doesn't want to play. I just don't know. I don't know how you bet on that game, and I don't know why you would even go to that game if you're a Giants fan, if you're a way or home game. It's going to be a rough year for the Giants and the Jets. You guys got like a double whammy. You must, you guys are going, you know what you guys are waiting for? The New York Knicks and Brooklyn Nets to start. The yeah, NBA. The Yankees sucked. The Mets sucked already. Well, no, the New York Rangers. New York Rangers. Oh, the hockey. Yeah. Maybe the Islanders. Yeah. You can, yeah, you can make that. But you're going to see the Islanders, by the way. That's what they play. Oh, yes. The Red Wings. Yeah. All right. All right. So, now let's talk about college football. College football. First of all, we want to talk. I think we already brought this up, but we're going to talk about this again. We're going to talk about Lou Holtz and what's his name? Day. What's his first name? Eric? And this day. Day. So Day and Lou are feeling, uh, arguing, jerping Chirping. against each other. Lou Holt said that that Ohio State is not that good of a team. They are they lost week. to the week. They lost to Michigan. They lost to Georgia. They lost to Clemson. They lost to another team out there in the last couple of years. And... Day goes off and says, this big old spat, when after the end of the game, I watch Day, he says, this team is playing harder, and we're tough, and we don't get respected, blah, blah, blah. You didn't want to mention that you... And it's Ohio State against the world. Yeah, exactly. And you That's not true. It's the Bamas against the world. It's the Georgias against the world. It's the LSUs. It's USC, Oklahoma, and Texas. Not everybody hates Ohio State. The name, those six teams that I just named, everybody fucking hates. Yeah. So, please, please, Mr. Day, if you can't beat us, you're going to have to look for a new job. That's Michigan. All right. So, there's no free, no reason for you to get mad at an old, old person that won a national championship in 1989 because he did something that you can't do. So, he's talking about Respecting, I'm talking about respecting your seniors. If and you can go into Ann Arbor November 26 and pull off a miracle, and I'm mm-hmm. a Spartan, I'm literally saying a miracle, I don't think you can because Michigan is a, a better team, but if you can pull off a miracle, we'll be having a different conversation on November 28th or November 27th. You know what I got to do? I got to take that day off. Well, you're already taking freaking I know, but 23rd, I'm gonna, 24th, Good Friday, or about Black Friday. You're going to take Saturday off too? You take a whole fucking week off? I have to because that's the game of the year for me. That 12 o'clock game, you wouldn't be able to watch it if you didn't take the day off. I'm going to take, take the whole afternoon week off, yep. Wednesday through Saturday. Yep, I'm going to do that. I got to do anyway. that. Anyway. All right. Friday game, Sean's team. The Utes. Against Oregon State. The Beavers. Beavers are coming off a tough loss against those Wazoo Cougars. So what do you think is going to happen? I always like looking at Cougars. Um. Anyway, they lost I, I to the Cougars. Too. Yes, you do. Yeah. Roar. 
Anyway, Oregon State um, coming off a one tough loss. It's in Beaver Nation. Um, Utes are four and zero. They barely won fourteen to seven. They got to score more points if they want to win this game. Wow, that's or Oregon that's... State's gonna blow them out of the water. Ho <laughs> ho them all in the water, right by the ocean, brother. Woo. Was that a, a combination of Mark Flair Man. and Macho Man? Macho Man, Randy Savage. A double. Woo! A double. I like it. Like it? Like it? All right. So the Beavers probably, as much as I hate to say this, I think the Beavers won that game Friday mm. night. I think so. All right. So for some reason on my list here, we have, or ESPN's list, we have, I don't know why they got this game on so on top, Penn State, North Carolina, Penn State ran all over Iowa last week. They destroyed Wait, who is Iowa. Penn State playing? Northwestern. Oh, who cares? I know, but I don't know why that's this game's on top. But however, we are going to talk about Sean's favorite coach of college football. Prime time. Prime time. USC against Colorado. This game is a twelve o'clock game, which means it's ten a.m. in freaking Colorado, which means. It's 9 a.m. for all those people from L.A. This is a morning game, basically. Well, they need to get people up in the early morning. You know how dumb that is? Because half the people who are from L.A. and California are... Still be sleeping. They'll still be sleeping for the night before. They'll be clubbing. They'll be partying everything else. The only people are going to watch... So those clubs are open until 3. 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, 4. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so this... Is a very high spread, somewhere between twenty-two and a half plus and twenty-four and a half, depending on which where you look. It's a home game. Travis Hunter is still not playing. Not sure if Dion's youngest kid is still pissing up blood from the kidney issues of the seven hard hits on the Oregon Ducks. Yes. So they might be out two players, and God knows the rush defense is ass. Well. Yeah, because you can run through a freight train down that river without any big old problem. That hole, the the the, the Colorado off our defense hole is so big, like it's almost like you're saying that you've stretched out something that I can't a vagina so deep that anything can get into it, folks. It's just so big that anything can we just, run through it. We anyway. just got rated R right here. We just got rated R. Can Colorado cover twenty four and a half? I don't know. It's going to be another game like they did Even against Oregon. Even though it's Oregon. at home? Yes. Colorado has has no chance. Their only receiver they have on the team is hurt. For God's sake, if you're going through one receiver and you can't do anything to Oregon, how in good God's name are you going to do something against USC? And, I mean, come on. And you're going to be able to run a freight train down the Colorado's River right down the middle. So, do you know that in just three games, Deion Sanders has brought the the organization in the state of Colorado forty five point seven million dollars. He also has the biggest African American following ever. Okay, in the University of Colorado. Okay, I'm gonna tell you this. First of all, I think that's a kind of I think that's a dumb stat to go by. First of all, because I think you're assuming that. If it wasn't for Deion Sanders, black folks wouldn't watch any football. Or I didn't say that, but that's what I'm saying. But it's absurd that that it's a slow business day 
for Calderar buffs because they're going to be losing three or four games in a row. So that's to me. I saw that. I saw the story on ESPN. ESPN is trying to hype something that's not necessarily affordable. They should be talking about how bad of a coach he is actually becoming because now he's giving these guys this primetime uh, atmosphere of showboating and everything else, and you can't perform under pressure. Just like what the Oregon coach said, we fight for wins and they fight for clicks. So I got to give credit. No, can we talk about the Travis Hunter speech, though? Travis Hunter wants to come back and play. Deion Sanders flat out did come out and say, I love your enthusiasm, Travis Hunter, but you are a better two-way player than I ever was or ever will be. I'm not going to risk your career. So you got to give him a little bit of respect. So you have to, well, he's got to because if he doesn't have any respect for his players and try to win the game that they're probably not going to win and Hunter gets hurt, a lot of guys going to see that Deion Sanders is full of BS. Based on um, one other thing you might want to see here, Shaquille O'Neal calls Deion Sanders the best coach in college football. Reminds me of Phil Jackson. Oh my lord! Um, my gosh! One thing to think about—they're giving Colorado only a ten percent chance to win the game, which means there's probably only like a thirty percent chance that they actually cover the spread. They're not going to cover anything besides their feelings and a bunch of tissues to dry their eyes. That's it. Let's just move on. I don't want to talk about Deion Sanders. The greatest disappointment in Colorado history. I'm going to be wearing my buff shirt. Go for it. If you want to look, yeah, go for it. All right. All right. Florida against Kentucky. This game really surprises me because Florida is ranked 22 in the country. The game is in Kentucky. But Florida is getting points. They're plus one and a half. Doesn't make any sense. Oh, wait a second. Let me look at my stat. I think the quarterback for Kentucky is not good. Well, then how are they favored? I don't know. That's a good question. You're tuning late on it because I can't see nothing. Uh, Florida Gators. Devin Lurie, senior. Sean just farted. Um, got 1,000 yards passing. Got nine touchdowns. Five interceptions. And a quarterback rating of 49%. How's it so low? It must be those interceptions he throws to the real route in bad time. But that team keeps winning. I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess why. It's probably because the running back has got five touchdowns, 314 yards. Ray Davis, who I'm talking about, 50 carries, 6.3 yards per carry for Kentucky. However, when you look at the Gators, Got Kremlin Mertz, quarterback, 951 yards, four touchdowns, one interception, and a quarterback rating of 66%, which is pretty average for a quarterback. Correct. So, however, you got Ricky Purcell, 26. Oh, okay, this is the receiver. Ricky Purcell's got 26 receptions, 362 yards of. Yards after pass or pass. One touchdown, 13.9 per average. Where is, oh yeah, Mr. Trevor Etini, the running back, 
He's got 49 carries, 329 yards, two touchdowns, 6.7 yards per carry. So who wins the game? That's a good question. I'm gonna chomp, say, I'm gonna chomp, say, chomp. I'm going to say Florida. Have you been in Florida? I have been in Florida. I was in Jacksonville, where that was when I told you that I, that's actually where the Gators play. Yeah. I was there for the Gator Bowl when Philip Rivers went up against Brady Quinn, oh, and yeah. when Philip Rivers slaughtered Notre Dame twenty-eight to six. Oh yeah, that's so cool. I have been in that stadium once. Oh, that's cool. How um, about one game that not very many people will be watching because it's contending with the Colorado Buffs game, but it is a ranked opponent. It's Texas versus Kansas. Both teams are yeah, I, undefeated. I like this. They're both like 4-0. This. I like this. I like this. Kansas. Do I have this game under my side? Can Kansas cover 17 points? They got a good quarterback. They got a run, good running team. Well, yeah. I, you know what? If they got a good running team, I think they can. Do they have – I think they can. I think they stop the running game. You can get to the backfield. Do I think that – do you think Kansas can score points against Texans? I don't know. Texas is number three in the country. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, this is like the good old days when Michigan and Texas and Bama was low down and out. <laughs> I mean. Sorry. All you Bama fans. I mean, they've scored 31, 34, and 48, but they played Southern Missouri, Illinois, and Nevada. So they haven't played anybody. Oh my God. So they're probably going to blow them out of the water. So based on that, Texas is probably going to blow them out of the water because they're not playing. Haven't, Kansas hasn't played anybody. All right. So the next game. Probably Duke versus Notre Dame. Yeah. Notre Dame gets college game day again because it's in Cameron. Oh, my God. How many times hear this out? Yes, college game day. Is not coming to Duke for basketball. They're coming for football. This is unheard of. I'm bedaffled. But it is true. Number 18, Duke, is playing like number 12, Notre Dame. Yeah. Look, a Notre Dame needs this game for that disappointment of the end of the Ohio State game. They got screwed with a time not. Keep clicking for for Ohio State. And then Marcus Freeman only has 10 minutes in the fucking field. Twice. Yeah. So he needs, that defense needs to put things together a little bit. Uh, the guy that is, the uh, the referees who are on the clock need to get the games fair and square. Uh, I get it. You want the big old shabam between Michigan and Ohio State. But if you screwed a team like Notre Dame out of a, out of a bowl, championship bowl game, if Notre Dame can beat Duke, they'll be back in the top 10. Mm-hmm. In a couple of weeks, they play a USC. They're right back in the talk of the Final Four. Okay. Okay. I like that. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I like it. Ole Miss, LSU. Ole Miss is coming off a 14-point loss to Bama. Mm-hmm. LSU has now won three straight after losing that first game to Florida State. Who would you They're pick? both three and one. I would. It's tough because it's in Ole Miss, but who did Ole Miss lose to last week? Bama. Uh, Bama got lucky because they got a quarterback that kind of made the right passes, the right times, and they didn't look great, but they looked good. I would be more concerned for against LSU if I was Ole Miss. 
this this is a game that could get away from them faster than itself. So you're saying LSU because yeah, Ole because, Miss hasn't played anybody. Yeah, and in Alabama was not that. I mean, that's not the Alabama of yesteryears. This is the Alabama of today's years. So that is much a really um, perplexed game for them, for them to actually not look past LSU. LSU got everything rolling. Got Kelly in there. He's feeling comfortable with his new team. The offense is clicking. Everything's clicking. Let's. Ole Miss is going to need to win this game to keep oh, things LSU going. LSU is going to win that game. Yeah. Well, I mean, if LSU wins and Ole Miss loses, Ole Miss's FBS bowl games is off the water. Well. We're going to keep talking about college football and we're going to talk about Oregon and Stanford, even though Stanford is not really playing that well. Oregon's probably going to run over the table on them. Probably win by like 30 points, 40 points. And this is probably a good game to take the over. I mean, this is probably a good game to take a part, uh, a same game parlay. And you just have to bet high on uh, who's going to run the football and who's going to throw the football and how many yards you're going to get. This is going to be a good game for that. Great. I think this is a good game for parlay, same game parlay. Uh, Iowa State, Oklahoma. Oklahoma? 4-0 and zero and 2-2. Two and two. This should be an easy game for Oklahoma. I don't know what's going on in Iowa State. Oklahoma seems to be playing real well. So Oklahoma's gonna win that game. Yeah. What about what about we gotta talk about our home state? Michigan plays Nebraska. Nebraska are Michigan's favorite by seventeen and a half. Do they do the usual not cover the spread? I think they will cover the spread because it's seventeen points. I know, they could win by like twenty one. But Nebraska is bad. It isn't Nebraska though. Yeah, it is. I, I you know what? Michigan, McCarthy, Jim Harbaugh. If you let this game get away from you, you can lose this game. The running back for Michigan, Corum, is back. He's on cue. Everything's looking pretty. Saw that game with my buddy, Big Sexy, in Kentwood. It was an easy win. Uh, I covered that spread. I bounced it up a little bit. Michigan, thank God it's going to be a 3.30 game. I can watch you and then take a nap for the, for the good reasons. Probably won't take a nap because I'll be watching other games. Yeah, because you're going to want to watch the Notre Dame game after that. Nope. And you're probably going to want to watch the Michigan State lose to fucking Iowa. Nope. The game I want to watch, which it might be a blown out, Georgia and Auburn, number one against what Auburn. that game? 330. It's in Auburn. Georgia hasn't covered the spread either much. No, I I think a lot of teams like Georgia and Michigan, they don't really concern themselves about covering spreads. They concern themselves about rotating players to get them ready for the BCS, I mean the BF, uh, the bowl games that they need. You are all about... Covering the spreads. However, it's not important. 
All right. Any other game we got to talk so about? So we got to talk a little bit about the NBA. Yeah, that's what we got to get to. But if you look at that, if you look at the Milwaukee Bucks and Portland trade between Lillard and everyone else. And the Phoenix Suns. And Phoenix Suns. I think, I think, by the way, it looks like, it looks like Milwaukee got a steal. For Damian Lillard, yes. They didn't have to give up just about They anything. still have Chris Middleton. That's crazy. They still have Portis. They still have Brooke Lopez. They literally just got rid of Grayson Allen and a bunch of scrubs. And then the Phoenix Suns era is over. DeAndre Aiden, the big tall guy from Arizona University, is going to Jack or the Portland. That's if you're a Portland fan, it is your heart is broken having the dime leave. Uh, yeah, I tell you what. He gave them a lot of good years, and they didn't surround him with talent. No, no one wants to go live in Portland. Portland's an awful state. Right? I mean, it's an awful city to live in right now. They got a bunch of 1990s. Uh, people who are in their 40s. So can I ask a question? Chauncey Billups is fucked. How does he make a miracle on that team? Well, you know what? Chauncey should figure that out because his team in Detroit, they didn't have number one draft picks. They didn't have players that won the championship in, in 04 with the Pistons when Larry Brown was coaching that team. So... If anyone knows understands how that going how that's gonna roll, he's gonna figure it out. So Damian Lillard to the Bucks, they have gone basically from I think twelve to one to four to one to win it. So hundred bucks wins four hundred bucks, which is a total of five hundred dollars. That team is stacked. Um because the NBA season is starting soon, I have to read this quote. It's one guy that I absolutely love, and he's always brutal, and he makes his comments, and he always says, I guarantee it. Mr. Charles Barkley, Sir Charles himself. Since we're coming into the season, this is a quote, and he's probably said it multiple times, but this time it's different. Wait a minute. You're going to make $70 million a year, and you can't play basketball for three or four days a week? They fly... They fly a fucking private jet. They got the best medical staff ever created. People working the steel mill every day. I'm pretty sure they're tired too, but they go to work every day. Charles Barkley. Yeah. So two things. Charles Barkley is pretty right. Pretty much right. And everything he says, because it's going to have to matter. If you're an NBA player, I think you got a lot easier Everything's easy for you guys. You don't have to practice every day. You don't have to play every day. In reality, I think you guys don't understand that the NBA isn't really for you. It's really for the fans. And that's something that even Michael Jordan understood, that when he came out to play, it was about them seeing the best of him. Same thing with Zay Thomas. Even if you hate the Pistons or hate the Lakers or hate Michael Jordan, at least he came out even being sick with the flu or whatever, not sitting like LeBron, not sitting with whatever. This goes back to, I want to even say, the steel mill event. Maybe the father is working a steel mill, working 40, 55 hours a week just to take his son or daughter to a game, gets ready to go see LeBron, and he's not fucking playing. And that's the only game that him and his son could afford. And you're going to sit there on your ass. So there's, all right. And the second thing we're going to talk about is Sean swearing. 
We are going to put implement. That starts when Tony goes on the air. We're going to implement, like, for Sean, probably like 25 bucks. It'll be like $1,000 per show for us. But his his F-bombs. I love the enthusiasm. I love the excitement of the show. But pretend that we're on the WWE and you go go Macho Man Randy Savage without cussing. Oh yeah! Do you understand what I'm talking about? I do. Oh yeah! Woo! There's my buddy Ric Flair. Maybe I'll just go woo instead of an F bomb, I guess. Yeah, you might too, and you might want to consider the fact that this monitor, the sound monitor, turns off for a bit because when I go, we're so loud. Oh. It's something you gotta look at too. However, folks, I like. I think we're going to end it right there. Yes. And uh, I'd like to thank Sean for being on the show again. Always great to be here. We are trying our best to make this show about sports or anything else work. I'm about to lose my voice because... By the way, you're on 16 days without drinking. I know, it's crazy. I've been a little over nine months. I really wanted to go have a drink today after I went to my doctor's appointment. (laughs) I wanted to give myself a pat on the back. How's your blood pressure? Lower. Okay. I'm meds. Good. And okay, I don't. I'll tell you what. What I'm really trying to do is re- reverse it by eating really, really, really healthy. I usually ha- eat healthy. However, when I now that I live down here, it's easy for me to go out to Pepino's to get a small pizza on Mondays. If you go out, if you go anywhere in Grand Rapids, and you don't want to eat big. You want to watch Monday Night Football. Go to Pepino's. Get yourself a three ninety nine pizza. One topping. It's fantastic. You got good happy hours Monday through Friday also from yeah. 2 to 6. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I mean, I love the glass house. I love everything on Michigan Street, even Dukes. Are you watching the game at glass house or are you watching it over here at your apartment? I'm probably going to have to watch it here. I'll be working. Because the problem is that the game won't end until like 11.30 and I don't want to drive home take an extra 20 minutes. Even though twelve, and get home at twelve. Got it. So I want to be here, anyways. You'll be out of work. You'll probably get out of work by eleven. So you will have to come here, anyways. Heard. To sit out and just sleep on my futon. So I'd like to thank Sean for uh, showing up. Yay! I'd like to thank his parents for dropping him off. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> it's so cool. All right, folks. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Thank you, Apple Podcasts. Thank you, Spotify. Thank you, Podbeam, for being my new distribution center. Uh, I'd like to thank Buzzsprout for for sticking with me all these days and years. Uh, hopefully, sooner or later, we'll have uh, my buddy Tony come on the show. Um, he's much more of a... Really, Tony's going to bring more of a... Like, One more flair. More flair and more like, what if this happened? What if that happened? All right. Peace, love, and I'm out of here.